Podcast. <laughs> Welcome to ScaredyCast, everybody. Hello. We're here to talk about sharks. And the week. And the week of sharks. Week. We're here to talk about scary sarcophagus. Sarcophagi? Black sarcophagus? sarcophagi. Made out of marble. It's made out of marble? Yeah. Well, that'll be. We'll talk more about that. We, we're going to get to that too, and uh, we're going to talk about. Uh, we spent a little time at Mad Monster Arizona. Oh, you spent much more time there than I did. Well, I bought a whole freaking weekend pass. You did, and I bought a day pass and left because so it, it didn't go on Friday. But really gross we'll talk in there. More about that later. It was very gross in there. <laughs> not like it was humid. Not like ew, people. I meant like it was super humid because there was a thunderstorm and it was like a hundred. Well, it was. It was outside, a little bit so. of oh my god people yeah anywhere i go like even this situation right now almost too many people right here yes there's too many people like i need a good like three people max kind of situation happening for me. there's only two people right now yeah in this room this is good okay if there was like two more in here then i'd be like someone's gotta leave how are we supposed to have a podcast with conspiracy kyle and kelsey if we can't then we have. wouldn't. <laughs> One would have to go. One would have to go. Uh, we're going to jump right into Three the uh, sarcophagus here. And then we're going to, Shark Week's going to take up the rest of the show. So we're just going to get this sarcophagus under Sar- control. Someone needs to, for those that don't know, over in Egypt, uh, a giant black sarcophagus, the likes which have never been seen before, ever, has been found deep underground and we mean deep how deep uh it doesn't say but it weighs um, it's about two by three meters oh man that's deep uh and it weighs over 30 metric tons what it is carved entirely from black marble now that's insane how okay what's the size it's uh Two by three meters. Two by th- two by three meters. And it's thirty metric tons of black marble. So it's two meters by three meters. Yes. So it's six foot by nine foot. I guess so. I don't know meters. A meter is <laughs> isn't a meter like three feet? Uh, sure. Oh, a yard is three feet. Yes. How big's a freaking meter? I don't know. I don't know either. That's uh, a <laughs> it's big. Thirty freaking metric tons? Yeah. That's ginormous. Um, a team of archaeologists and scientists from Egypt's Money Hungry. This is, I didn't call them Money Hungry. This website, mysteriousuniverse.org, calls the uh, Ministry of Antiquities plans on opening this sarcophagus. Uh, they say, we are hoping this tomb may belong to one of the high dignitaries of the time period from back then said the head of Egypt's Ministry of Antiquities. Now, what time period are they thinking this is from? This uh, particular piece does not say. I think I think what they're trying to do is open it. And then they'll be able to... F- yeah, and then they'll be able to figure out, you know, who it might be, where it's from, and all that. Wow. Uh, it's Rita Repulsa. <laughs> it's Rita. <laughs> <laughs> After 10,000 years, I'm free! Uh, <laughs> so 
people are mainly saying how bad of an idea this is. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Have you seen the mummy? Yeah. Has anybody <laughs> seen has anybody at this antiquity place seen the mummy? Let the workers open it first and then you'll go and see it because if someone gets splattered and <clears throat> melted by acid, it's their own damn fault. Right. Uh, I think they need to live stream it. Oh, heck yeah. In the world now, everything should be live streamed. Oh, yeah. Like that one guy trying to launch himself into space to the flat land. The flat, the flat earth guy? <laughs> the flat earth guy. Oh, my guy. God. Um, they, they believe it could be around 2,000 years old. 2,000. Mm. In Egypt. Yes. Uh, but yeah, they're going to open it, man. And have they said when they're going to open it? It doesn't say that they they're just saying that they are going to open it. Yeah, we should get in touch with them and say we'll come out and we'll do the live stream for them. Okay, if they'll pay for it, I ain't going out there. What you don't want to go to Egypt? No. Oh, come on. I'd have to fly. Oh, true. <laughs> and I'd have to fly over the ocean. Can you guys take a month? Because I need to I need to drive to the East Coast, get on a boat. No. <laughs> Brennan, we're 81 episodes in. I brought like this up numerous times. This whole, from here on out for the rest of this episode, it's all about why I am not going anywhere near the ocean. <laughs> And it's called sharks. And even on a boat? Come on. No, boats sink. We need a bigger boat. <laughs> uh, boats sink. and Not all the time. Well, they do. How about a submarine? <laughs> oh, God, no. <laughs> That's even worse than a boat. How about a carrier? I'm just saying, I'm not going near the ocean. Can we just uh, knock you out and then take you there? <laughs> how about you just go? Okay, okay. You can do it. All right. You and... David and Kelsey can all go. Oh, hell yeah. That'll I'll, be man, a good trip. I'll man the social media and marketing stuff from here. I'll be like, look where these crazy people are. <laughs> I'm here at home. It's comfy. You're going to say something. <laughs> <laughs> They're in Egypt. Look at these. It's hot. <laughs> um, yeah, dude, I can go near the ocean. Why it's not? Sh- sharks, dude. And it's Shark Week. Shark Week. Now, I love Shark Week. Shark Week's cool. I'll watch anything with sharks on TV. I'm going to have to definitely start recording this week of, but I don't, I have TV, so it's hard for me to record anything. So mm-hmm. I wonder if Dis- does Discovery have like a, a streaming service? Pretty sure. They should. Pretty sure. They, they don't, do. they should do now. Yeah. Uh, shark wheat's the best. Flying so, sharks, just random sharks. Well, here's what's happening. This week, we're going to run down all the uh, the special. This episode of Scaredy Guys is coming out on Monday. So I'm going to run down what was on last night because they'll replay everything. Uh, so last night, Shark Week kicked off with Alien Shark's greatest hits. On Sunday or Monday? This happened on Sunday, last night, that this episode of Scaredy Guys came out. Sunday. Sunday. Alien sharks. Uh, explorers dive into the waters of the Arctic and the piping hot cauldrons of the Pacific to investigate a few of the world's strangest creatures living in the deepest areas of the sea. 
alien sharks. So they're just weird sharks. Cool. Uh, then there is bear versus shark. What? Yeah. Man versus wild host, Bear Grylls, survives some of nature's harshest conditions, but how will he fare when plunged into the depths of the ocean to survive among the sharks? <sighs> Discovery Channel put the adventure's survivor skills to test when he takes a dive with the ocean's number one predator. The so instead of being one. dropped in the middle of the desert or the woods, he's going to be dropped in the middle Bear of the freaking ocean. Being put in the middle of the ocean, which is bullshit. <laughs> I don't know. Now, there's a lot of these shows of people surviving in the woods. Uh-huh. There was like Survivor Man, which apparently was, that was the good one because that was a dude that just had GoPros. Survivor Man was good. And he was filming it all himself. Uh-huh. There's a YouTube video, and I'll try to find it and post it. But of Bear Grylls. Of Bear Grylls. He like comes across this this can this trench. Not a canyon, but it's like a trench. And there's like a piece of like like you could walk across it, like from lava that had hardened or something. Mm-hmm. And he's like, Now we gotta be careful. The only way we can get to the other side is we're gonna have to cross over this trench right here. And it's super sketchy. And I don't, we gotta be very careful here. And like he carefully like tiptoes across this like plank that's there and like jumps over to the other side. Oh my God, he makes it. And these people found the spot on YouTube and like the camera's on the guy and he just casually walks across the plank and then the camera pans (laughs) over to the left a little bit and like five feet away, the trench just comes together and you can walk. So you can just easily just walk around this trench and then maybe like a hundred yards away from that is the freeway. (laughs) It's like... Oh, geez. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know how Bear Girls is still around then. He is. I know, but I just don't know how he is. Just because not everybody. Sh- every, everybody doesn't believe in what they can see on. Yeah. And I mean, it's still somewhat entertaining. Yeah. Like. His shows when he b- takes these celebrities out, that was pretty funny. Yeah. I mean, those were cool. But then at the same time, it was like even less believable. Yeah. Because it's like. We're out in the middle of the desert, or out in the middle of the forest with yeah. Will Ferrell, and you know, like <laughs> you know, there's that's going on. But also, whenever they like see a dangerous animal, and they're like, "Oh my God, right over there is like a bear," so we got to be very careful. You know, behind the camera, there's just a freaking army of like bodyguards and dudes mm-hmm. with guns and stuff. That it's like, if this bear comes at Will Ferrell, yeah, we're gonna kill this bear immediately. <laughs> so it's like, now okay, bear girls, you oh, guys aren't bear. really out there rough. It. We know your tricks. Uh, other than Bear Grylls, guess who else is hitting up Shark Week? Shaq Attack. Shaq. Uh, Shaq Attack does Shark Week. Uh, Ex-Marine and Navy SEAL Rob Riggle sets out to help basketball legend Shaquille O'Neal overcome his fear of sharks. Yeah, he's he's like yo, he's like you afraid of sharks. I don't blame him. <laughs> have you seen sharks? Yes, I have seen sharks. <laughs> yeah, man. We talked about this last year around Shark Week. <laughs> I know. Oh my god, my hand smells so good. What the Okay, so <laughs> Okay, f- keep going with I, uh, <laughs> We'll finish out Sunday and I'll talk about why my hand smells okay. so good. <laughs> Uh, the next one after that, Ronda Rousey huh. is going after sharks now. What? Uh, 
she'll face off with perhaps her biggest opponent yet when she goes swimming uncaged with mako sharks. Ooh. Oh. Yeah. Oh. She's fine, though. I know she's fine. I saw her the... She was just on TV last night. She was just night. on TV last night, so she's good. Uh, and that's Sunday. And every night uh, well, after... Was, no, she was on TV last Sunday, not... not well, she was on not TV this last Sunday, night. But she was. Oh, yeah, yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah. Well, she'll be on. Yeah, she's every. Yeah, she's everywhere. Uh, and then every night there's Shark After Dark Live, like a talk show, just talking about sharks with celebrities. <gasps> Doesn't say which celebrities yet. Uh, anyways, my hand. My hand. <laughs> my hand Are smells. Are you finally seen? I just glanced over it's at the Twitch. It's hard twi- for me to look over I here. I glanced over I at the. Uh, I just glanced at the Twitch chat briefly and I just saw Shaq Fu and I was like, Shaq Fu. Uh, my hand smells so good and I'll tell you why I went to get these headphones at Sam Ash what's next to Sam Ash and not next but a couple blocks away what's a couple blocks away it's a little place called the honey baked ham <laughs> and I always every Thanksgiving we get a honey baked ham mm-hmm. from the honey baked ham mm-hmm. and it is it's the best ham. So did you get a honey baked the ham? Best ham. Sandwich. So this evening? I was like, oh my God, I'm next to honey baked ham. I'm just gonna get honey baked ham. It's not Thanksgiving, but who cares? Honey, you can have ham year round. True. So I went to honey baked ham and I was like, yo man, I don't wanna buy a whole ham. You guys just got slices. He's like, I got a pound. I'm like, I'll take that pound. Make it two. Double it. So I bought two pounds of that sliced ham. Came home, threw it in the microwave. And just annihilated just it. ate some ham. I didn't eat all two pounds. Oh, okay. <laughs> like, I had maybe half a pound. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, my hands, they smell like honey Any baked hands. hands. You're about to I'm eat, eat my fingers. Like on, a shark. Like a shark. Uh, Monday is Monster Tag. Monster Tag? Aaron Rodgers, Gronkowski. <laughs> really? Uh, they team up with marine biologists to learn about shark populations and how to preserve them. We're getting a lot of athletes involved this year. Well, they got sh- they they got to do something. Uh, next one's called the Great White Abyss, which no oh man, no great whites. Great White Abyss. And I mean, so far, I mean, there's not a lot of great white stuff happening, which is good because I mean, it's not good. Great whites are badass. But, I mean, every year it's just all great white shark stuff. And I'm like, there's other sharks, guys. It's kind of like the Joker. It's Tiger like, shark. It's like, guys, there's more villains other than the Joker we can use in these Batman movies, you know? Uh, Riddler. Uh, Mr. Freeze. Like, we don't need shitty-ass Jared Leto up in this Batman. all the time. Can we please get rid of him? Thanks. Like, actual Batman. Uh, great White Abyss. Uh, they take uh, These scientists, they take a journey to the seafloor off of Guadalupe Island to find the famed 20-foot-long great white shark, Deep Blue. Hmm. Yeah. Uh, then there's Cuba's secret shark lair, where researchers set off to explore the waters of Cuba in hopes of finding a giant hammerhead dubbed the Queen. And a great white shark said to be as big as El Monstruo, which was a great white discovered in 1945 that was the largest to ever be recorded in Cuban waters. Stay away from Cuba. There's giant hammerheads and giant gray whites. Stay from the ocean. People swim from Cuba all the time. Uh, If you're getting sick of all these athletes popping up on these shows. Here's more. You're in luck. (laughs) Because whenever you want to talk about food, 
who you think of? Andrew Zimmer. Guy Fieri. Oh, Guy. Really? Guy Fieri's feeding frenzy. Nice. <laughs> he travels to the Bahamas with his son, Hunter, to check out the favorite local cuisine made of shark species. All right. He's going to eat shark. He's going to go eat some sharks. Down I like the, Guy Fieri. A Bahamas. lot of people don't like Guy Fieri, but you know what? He's just a fat, happy dude like me a, who loves food. Point in time that I looked like Guy Fieri. You could if you you could now if you did it, like if you did the hair, uh-huh. glasses, mm-hmm. and wore like a silk button-up shirt with fire on it. Oh fuck yeah! Boom! You should do it. Well, you already got someone else to take someone to take over his show by doing a show. So no, I meant we should just. Get you to be like dressed as Guy Fieri, and let's just go walk. Let's <laughs> let's dress you up like Guy Fieri, and then I was let's wanting just, to do that at Comic Con, and then let's do that. Do it at the Game Expo, and then let's walk. Let's go to a restaurant to eat. <laughs> just casually go in there, get some sunglasses on, like Guy Fieri, get the hair done, do it all just like him, and let's just go see because I want to see people react around you. When it's happening. I don't want to shave my beard, though. Come on. You know how funny this would be? I really don't want to shave my beard. Come on. (laughs) It grows back. It takes a while. I'll give you $100. Let's go to the... (laughs) (laughs) Money talks, baby. No, let's go to the... How much money can we get for me to do this? Oh, so you want to go to the listeners? We should go to the listeners. Raise some funds. Raise some funds. For Brandon's Guy Guy Fieri. Fieri. Imposterino. Let's go. (laughs) (laughs) Let's go eat. Uh, (laughs) uh, Other than Guy Fieri that night on Tuesday, we have the Laws of Jaws, where some uh, deep sea divers, they study shark behavior and determine why shark attacks are suddenly on the road. Okay. I know why shark attacks are suddenly on the rise. Shark attacks are on the rise every single year. And you know why? Because people won't stay on the ocean. It's it's also caused by overfishing. And people just going in the ocean. And now the sharks have to migrate more into the coastlines. And people are still in the ocean. And to find their food. Well, people are still in the ocean. Stay out of the ocean, fam. That's all I'm saying. Especially with everything that Brandon just said. Don't go in the ocean. I don't. And I've never been attacked by a shark. It's also the rising tides. Rising tides. Rising tides. Uh, after that, Air Jaws is back. Oh, I love that. I love that show. Mm-hmm. Uh, she's going to South Africa to investigate the deaths of five great white sharks. Who? She? That washed up on shore. Who's she? Uh, sorry. Uh, shark, <laughs> sorry. Shark expert Allison Towner okay. goes to South Africa to investigate the deaths of five great white sharks that washed up on shore last year that were likely eaten alive. By a bigger shark. That or a killer whale. Oh. Oh. I mean, that's the only other animal out there that beats up great white sharks, right? Yeah, true. Uh, on Wednesday night, Air Jaws back from the dead. More Air Jaws. 
It's just Air Jaws. I mean, we've been doing Air Jaws for like 20 years now, so we know what to expect here. Badass shark attacks eating the crap out of seals. Uh, I don't know who. <laughs> shark Tank meets Shark Week. What? You ready for this? Are they bringing the richest people in the, the world and trying to kill them? The renowned sharks With of sharks. I'm going to tell you about it. The renowned sharks of ABC's popular series will join in on the Shark Week fun for the first time ever while deciding whose shark conversation project is worth a $50,000 donation. Oh, wow. Wouldn't all of them be worth it? Yeah, everybody's mm. worth it. Jeez. All the sharks are worth it. Plus 50000 bucks. that's it? That's and it. And they're giving some of these people on this show ABC like millions of ABC. dollars. Listen, ABC. Okay. Okay. Listen, Disney. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, wait a minute. I backed up the truck a little bit because I was like, okay, Disney is trying to buy Fox for like $90 billion. So maybe they're trying True. to be a little like, look, like, listen, we're trying to buy Wolverine right now. We ain't got time to say shark. So here's like, here's, what's I got in my pocket? Okay. Here's $50,000. <laughs> uh, shark cam stakeout. What? Uh, these dudes, they uh, study the hunting and feeding habits of bull sharks and hammerhead sharks in the Baha- Baha- Bahamian waters. Bahamian. Bahamian? Bohemoth. Bahama? Bohemoth. Bahama? A bohemoth. A bohemoth? A bohemoth. That's a little Reservoir Dog uh, shout out there for those Reservoir Dog fans out there. Bohemoth. I can't do it like he does. Uh, Shark Camp Strikes Back is on Thursday. Um, mm. yeah. More shark discoveries over the last six years. Shark Sounds wrecked. Like someone just keeps on. Uh, they spend 48 hours shipwrecked in shark infested waters with no food. I like that. Uh, then we have Tiger Shark Invasion, which is all about tiger sharks. Uh, and then Friday. Get ready. Because. It's the return. <laughs> Cash Cab Shark Week Edition. What? He puts a few sailors and nautical experts in the hot seat as they answer shark and sea-related questions in pursuit of winning a cash prize. I used to love that. That show was awesome. But it's coming back. Cash Cab? Yeah. Is Cash Cab coming back? Cash Cab itself is coming back. Holy shit. The show's coming back. It might already be back. I don't know. It might. Uh, and then we have Megalodon, Fact versus Fiction. Getting uh, ready for August. For the Meg. The Meg. Which is kind of funny. There was a... I was thinking about the Meg, and I was thinking about the Mosasaurus from Jurassic World. You know, the big, huge swimming dinosaur that, like, ate that babysitter in Jurassic World and, like, all that stuff. And uh, so, did you see Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom? Mm-hmm. Okay. Anybody else out there? Uh, this isn't a spoiler. It's the first five minutes of the movie. Uh, the first five minutes of the movie is basically about that dinosaur um so we're years down like maybe two or three years down the road from the events of jurassic world it shows remember how the that dinosaur ate the villain the indominus indominus rex indominus rex he ate that dinosaur and like pulled it into his tank whatever you want to call it uh so these uh scientist dudes whatever you want to call it they're taking a little submarine down into there and it's super suspenseful um 
they're trying to go get a piece of the bone of the Indominus Rex so they can collect the DNA from it to make another one. And the whole thing's about like, oh my God, the Mosasaurus is swimming around down there. Oh my God, watch out. He's still there and he eats a submarine. And there's like, there's a big, the whole beginning of the movie is about that dinosaur, right? And then that's it. You don't see anything. <laughs> like, I just thought about the other day. There's I'm like, nothing. I just thought about the other day. I was like, the whole opening of that movie is about that dinosaur. And like the big thing about the end of that scene is it gets out. And then you don't, you don't see it until like the credits. Mm-hmm. So like, <laughs> give me like, I, whatever. I'm going to get all that in the Meg. Oh, we're going to get all that in the Meg. Uh, Megalodon fact versus fiction Friday night with scientists experts share their thoughts about how Megalodon, the prehistoric shark would have existed today. Uh, then we have bloodline, the spawn of jaws. Dun, dun, dun. Uh, scientist investigates dun, the sharks dun. off the coast to Long Island in an effort to determine if any of the great whites are related to the natural born killers that inspired the blockbuster hit Jaws. Oh, that's cool. And then there's a show called Great White Shark Babies. <gasps> oh, they go look at oh, Great White Shark Babies. Nice little babies. No, thank you. That will still kill you. Kill them. <laughs> kill them before they are large and will eat me. You gotta, keep, gotta keep it going. Aren't the great white charts are going extinct? No, they're not. I thought they were. Nah, <laughs> they're okay now. Uh, no. Look, if you ask me to turn off my ad blocker website, guess what? I'm not going to do. Turn off my ad blocker. I'll find your same stupid article on another website. Is what I'll do. <laughs> okay, so. Uh, hang on. Brandon, talk. God damn it! What do you want me to talk about? <laughs> something. I'm trying to get this. Was other. that was that it for Shark Week? That's it for Shark Week, man. That's what we got going on. Now over on over on the Twitch. What's going on on Twitch? The Twitch chat's going right now. Someone for those, brought up. For those listening, we do stream these episodes live. Every Tuesday night. Every Tuesday night on Twitch. You can watch it before, during, after, slightly. There's a whole... And even if we screw up. When the show is over, that's when the real show begins. The lights go down and the clothes come off. The Philips Hue bulbs get adjusted. What? These are what my lights are in here. That's what it is. They're called Phillips, Phillips Hue. Hue. I can change the colors. I can set moods. You told me to talk, and then you're. I'm are you done plugging Philips fixing? Hue. Philips Hue. Philips Hue bulbs are uh, like thirty percent off right now on Amazon for Amazon Prime Day. So, well, not anymore. That was last week. What's going on Twitch chat? Someone brought up that they should do a Croc Gator Week. Croc-a-gator week? Do like Crocodile Gator week. Yeah, man. That'd be... Why does it not Discovery, but like, why wouldn't like National Geographic or somebody jump in on that and be like, hey, they got sharks. We're going to do gator. Gators. Shark week, like, goes to get like shark week. So it has to be like gator days. (laughs) (laughs) You know? Gator days. Gator days. Gator dead. And they get Larry the Cable Guy to host it. Holy shit, we just created it. Boom, there you go. Gator Days. Gator Days with Larry the Cable Guy. Gator Dead. But he has nothing to do with gators, though. We need the... No, but we need the guy from freaking Swamp People. Which guy? I don't watch Swamp People. The main main guy. 
main. I just know ZZ because he was on WWE Tough Enough. Not ZZ. Oh, okay. All right, Swan people. Uh, you guys want to talk about dating Bigfoot? Twitch chat wants to talk about dating Bigfoot. I think I heard something about that. I don't have anything about dating Bigfoot. All I have, all I have right here in front of me for my notes and stuff is more shark stuff because we're talking about Shark Week. Sharks. We'll do Bigfoot next week. You want Bigfoot? We'll do a whole episode next week about Bigfoot. A whole episode on whole Bigfoot? whole episode about Bigfoot. Holy crap. Tonight's all about them sharks. Hey, look, it's Bigfoot. Hey, look, it's Tiny Peanut. Because it's Shark Week. It's time sensitive. <gasps> Get it? Why don't they do a Bigfoot week? They should. Gator week. Bigfoot week. We need to see when Mountain Monsters comes back Chupacabra on. Chupacabra week. If it's even coming back. Uh, breaking news. Not really breaking. It's not? It's like three days old but florida florida man there was a double shark attack in florida wow double double uh double me gum 80 uh of the 88 unprovoked shark bites that the florida 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 museum of natural history documented around the world last year more than one-third took place in florida or not in Florida, off the shores of Florida. You know what I'm talking about. Uh, but just the other day, there was two shark attacks that happened just minutes apart from each other. Wow. Which is super, super rare. Uh, the first victim, and this is what's freaky. This is what worries me. Because when I do go to the ocean, I will go in this deep. And this isn't deep. Uh, the first victim says, I was in two feet of water or less, just lying on his stomach, you know, in like a foot and a half of water. Uh, he felt something grab his foot and start pulling. He said he felt no pain yet. He reached back to feel what he now believes to be a nurse shark or maybe a black tip from the gouges in his foot. He says... Uh, it was maybe four or five feet big. Uh, when he reached back and grabbed a hold of it, it shook on, shook his foot and then let go and took off. Uh, he jumped up out of the water and started re- running to the shore saying, I got bit. Get out of the water. Shark! <clears throat> uh, the lifeguard, uh, they say that he barely made it out of the water. The, he laid down the lifeguard stand and they wrapped up his foot and gauzed it. Uh, he said he could see the bone sticking out of his foot. Ugh. Yeah, the shark tore it up, man. Uh, they said he may have tendon damage. Look, you can't even like go in a foot of water without these things trying to bite your foot off. Uh, and no sooner had an ambulance arrived at the beach to get this guy, a second swimmer was attacked less than two miles down the coast. Uh, a 17-year-old boy was bitten no more than five minutes after this guy. And though he, too, is expected to recover, the reports caused authorities to evacuate all the swimmers out of the water. Well, yeah. Um, doesn't say what happened to this kid, though. At least this article doesn't. Uh, the last encounter that's happened on this particular part of the beach was three years ago when a 12-year-old was dragged through waist-deep water by a shark nearly as large as the kid himself. He said he punched the shark to break free. Hell yeah. That's metal. Uh, and there you go. 
That's uh, two shark attacks right next to each other. Just get out of the ocean, man. That's terrifying. What would you do? Like you're in the ocean and a shark grabs a hold of you. Uh, I'm fucked. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, holy shit balls. Like if I was on a boat and it sank or like I fell overboard, I would be so terrified. I wouldn't like, doesn't matter if there's a shark there or not. Like just the fact that I'm there mm-hmm. and I'm in this situation, I would be so scared that I'd probably just try to kill myself. I just go underwater and drown myself. Cause I'm like, I'm out. <laughs> I'm going to check out now. I'm done on my terms, my terms before something eats me to here. Yeah. God. Oh, ocean. I'm going to have nightmares tonight about the freaking ocean now. <clears throat> That's great. Can't wait. You're welcome. Thank you. Thank you. Shark week. Uh, for Tony's nightmares. God, dude. And like all these articles that I'm reading from, it's just the most terrifying pictures of great white. We just read an article about just a guy getting a, like, not really, I want to call it a nibble, but like a little nurse shark just mm-hmm. grabbed a hold of his foot, but they're showing pictures of like great white sharks. Like, don't need that in my life. I don't like looking at these pictures. Great white sharks can go into like one foot of water. Well, they can't, but I'm just saying, I don't know why they're showing these photos of giant man-eating sharks when we're got just a little nurse shark grabbing a hold of some toes. He ate you. He ate my foot. He ate my baby. Um. Yeah, I'd be terrified. Those shark attacks seem pretty tame. I mean, there's still sucks, but I, uh, I I'm gonna regret this. What are we gonna talk about now? The uh, I found an article on here on uh, Impora.com where we talk about the eight scariest shark attack stories in history. Are you ready? Going from I don't want to ever count any animal in my life. I don't even like snakes, let alone having to deal with sharks. Sharks are probably like number one. I don't know. Shark, yeah, definitely sharks are number one. A bear is number two. <laughs> I'm going to deal with a bear. You know, I mean, like lions and tigers, I'll never have to encounter a lion and a tiger in my life because I will never be in a situation where there will be a lion or a tiger around me. Yeah. I mean, there might be a time. I will maybe at some point go on a cruise. Maybe. So I, there is a chance that the cruise ship will sink and I'll have to deal with a shark. Or I want to move out of Arizona, and I, I'd like to move up to Washington or Oregon, and I'm sure there's going to be... Well, shit, there was a bear at my neighbor's house the other day. Up here? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I'm already in bear country. You are. Oh, God. Animals, just don't eat me. Bears, bobcats. a bunch of shit up here in Anthem. All right, so number one on this list... Number one I don't or know, number eight? I don't know if they're counting down or what, but I think it's just in no particular order. This guy's name is Barry Wilson. <laughs> Wilson is remembered in shark attack history as he was the very first in California history to be filled by a shark. Are you sure that's not supposed to be killed? <laughs> it says filled. Filled? In the article here. I'm sure it's supposed to be killed. But they said filled, which makes it mean something completely different. (laughs) 
first man to be. Emporawebsite.com. He was a 17-year-old tuba player. He was in 30 feet of water when a friend saw him start moving strangely from around 10 meters away. The shark apparently threw... God, the... This website's pissing me off right now, Emporawebsite.com. This sentence here says, the shark apparently throw him out of the water. Should be through him. God, I'm not even two sentences in, and these typos driving me crazy right now. You're a professional website. Get it together. Shark sex. Toxic one shark. Shark sex. <laughs> Toxic just one sex. <laughs> uh, the shark apparently threw him out of the water, catching his legs so his entire body was up above water to his knees. The shark then dragged him underwater. His friends came over and managed to drag him away and to try to get him back to shore, but he died from his injuries. So Barry Wilson, the first person in California history to be killed by a shark or filled, whichever. Uh, Dave Quinlivan, Quinlivan. Uh, it doesn't like there's no years or anything in here. This website is very untrustworthy right now, but we're going to keep going. Uh, this guy was at the beginning of an hour and a half long ski paddle when he noticed the dolphins around him beginning spooked. Thinking nothing of it, he continued on with the paddle. An hour away from Blackhead Beach, he suddenly realized his mistake. A great white shark left out, leapt, oh my God. <laughs> leapt out of the water? Leapt out of the water. Well, they said left out of the water. Jesus Christ. And attached itself onto his ankle, pulling him towards it. Uh, apparently, uh, it ate his foot completely off, clean off. Uh, this guy says, uh, got it clean. I reckon I was on the ski with him for about 10 seconds at least because he took another adjustment and got the leg right into the corner of its mouth and then gave me two almighty shakes. He managed to get back on his ski, but knowing that was the wrong decision to make in a shark attack, managed to make the life-saving decision to then get back into the water and swim away with a sense of control. Uh, and then there's this dude, Rodney Fox. These photos are crazy, too. Rodney Fox. He said, uh, I'm looking through the pink of the water, through my own blood, and taking a huge, huge breath of air, and through it, I see the head getting bigger. Uh, this is the first-hand account of Rodney Fox, who was a spear fisherman who was bitten on the torso by a shark and dragged into the water. He was dragged 30 feet underwater. Uh, he said he gouged the shark's eyes, kicked its face, bear-hugged it, just did everything he could to fight the shark, but the uh, shark finally let him go, and that's when he can get to the surface, and that's when he turned around and saw the shark's head following him. Uh, the shark attacked the floating device instead, and uh, he got away. Instead of staying on dry ground after experience like any normal human being would, he now works with Planet Shark doing even more crazy stuff. Bethany Hamilton is on here. You know her, right? Is that the girl that crush? What? Crush. <laughs> what? Bethany Hamilton. Yeah. 
that the girl that lost the leg? She lost her arm when she was lost 13. Okay, and uh-huh. she's a surfer now? Yeah, lean back into your microphone. What are you leaking? Because <laughs> I'm looking at you because it's I that's see the it. girl that cre- is pretty much what Crush the Movie is based off of. Crush the Movie? My God. I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> I am a 13 year old girl. Crush the Movie is based off of that girl. Is a movie called Crush? Yes. I don't think it's called that. Yes. No, it ain't. It's called Crush. And Crush 2, because they made a fucking sequel. It's not called Crush. Blue Crush, or Blue whatever. Soul Surfer. There's also Blue Crush, or Blue I don't think Blue Crush. Blue Crush is that movie with, like, Jessica Alba, isn't it? Yes, I believe so. No, Blue Crush is a totally different Surfer Girl movie. Okay. Soul Surfer is a movie about Bethany Hamilton. Okay, Soul Surfer. Blue Crush... I think I need to watch Blue Crush. <laughs> Bethany Hamilton uh, riding the waves at the age of 13 when a shark came up beside her and bit into her board, taking her whole clean of with it. What is wrong with this website? I pulled up this article because I'm like, oh, my nobody God, this, this looks like an amazing article from this website. And nobody knows how to type. The sentence says. I'm about to stop. <laughs> I'm about to pull the plug on this website. M-P-O-R-A dot com. Impora. Fire the person who wrote this article. This is what the sentence says. The surfer was riding waves at the age of 13 when a shark came up beside her and bit into her board, taking her whole clean of with it. <laughs> taking her whole clean of with it. Anyways, the shark happened so quick and clean that uh, Hamilton didn't even realize what happened until her she heard her friend screaming and saw the red in the water. Uh, and she's still surfing and doing her thing today. Uh, the next one up here, Robert Pamperin. I can't even like believe if these are really the scariest ones of all time anymore or not. Because I'm sure they're not. Because this website is bull. <laughs> can't even um, this is the only uh, oh my god Robert Pamperin Pamperin is might be the only documented person in history to be totally devoured by a great white shark and live to tell the tale I don't know <laughs> Pampering was diving for abalone abalone off the coast of San Diego in 1959. San Diego. Swimming about 50 feet away from his diving partner, when this partner heard his screams, turning toward Pamperin, the diving partner saw him being held completely out of the water by gigantic shark. He estimated to be more than 22 feet long. The shark dragged him under the water and into the depth. Search parties called straight away only and could only recover the guy's inner tube and one swimming fin. So they believe this dude was completely eaten by a shark. Wow. Yeah. That's terrifying. That is one of the scariest of all time. So this website kind of redeemed itself, even though there's typos and junk in this paragraph as well that I had to like. No, it's. I had to maneuver through it like I'm Han Solo in the Falcon going through an asteroid belt. Jesus. (laughs) 
<laughs> dodging these typos of these paragraphs like Neo in the <laughs> Matrix. <laughs> like, whoa, there's a typo there. Try to say it properly. Um, this one is Brooke Watson. Uh, this is from 1749. Good God. Uh, and there's a painting of the incident of Brooke Watson because there's no pictures of her back then in 1749. Um, the painting above depicts a shark attack that happened in 1749 in Havana Harbor in Cuba to a 14-year-old called Brooke Watson. The shark attacked twice before Watson was rescued. The first time, the shark removed flesh from below the calf of Watson's right leg. The second time, it bit off his right foot at the ankle. He was rescued, and his leg was amputated. And he recovered within three months, but uh, that's still terrifying. Yeah. Uh, Then there's Rob Howe. Rob Howe was swimming with dolphins with his daughters when he suddenly realized that an unmistakable dark shadow and fin was swimming towards them. The family had nothing to worry about, however, as the dolphins stayed and kept a protective circle around them until the shark finally gave up and swam away. Experts say that dolphins are known to protect their young from shark attacks regularly, so it's likely that they sense danger for the young family and left into action. Left into action. Good grief. That is one thing. Like, I watched, uh, I mean, this is like, I, I recommend watching this documentary just because it's something you need to watch, I think. Uh, it's called The Bridge. And it's about suicides at the Golden Gate Bridge. It's about people who commit suicide on the Golden Gate Bridge. Mm-hmm. And there's like some in it. Like the filmmakers, they set up cameras up off the coast, off the cliff, and just film the bridge like 24 hours a day and actually caught people jumping. And they would interview like the families. They would try to interview the people who survived. And there's one dude who survived who said that he, like, his, he had like broken bones from the impact of hitting the water. And there was dolphins that were swimming around him that were keeping him afloat. Yeah. That's cool. That's crazy. Uh, Last one on this list is Krishna Thompson. One morning when Krishna Thompson and his wife were spending their 10-year anniversary in the Bahamas. Don't go to the Bahamas. Uh, He decided to go for an early morning swim. Good idea, right? Not in the Bahamas. Not in the ocean. (laughs) Swimming not too far from the shore, he suddenly felt something grab him by the leg, as one does when you're in the ocean. And turning, turn, oh God, this website. As he turned, he was face to face with a great white shark. Uh, He repeatedly punched the shark in the face until it finally let go, allowing him to swim back to shore with his mangled leg. Crawling onto the beach, he got some attention. People came over, took him to the hospital where they chopped his leg off because they're like, that's no good anymore. You went swimming in the ocean, I see. And he's okay now. Minus a leg. So there they have it. According to Boar, this stupid website, those are the eight scariest shark attacks in the history of humankind. Which I don't know. I think there's scarier things. In the history. Yeah. Like I was going through the website. I'm like, well, the USS Indianapolis is going to be on here, right? Right. Not. It's not on there. 
<clears throat> so there you have it. Shark Week. It's in full effect. In a nutshell. Uh, stay out of the ocean. That's and all I can tell you. Watch your kids around water. Watch your kids around water. Uh, so. <laughs> Brandon, you got anything uh, to add about Shark Week? To add, you want know, like wrap things up around here? Oh, I don't know. Are we going to wrap things up or I'm are we going to talk about our experience at Mad Monster? We can talk about Mad Monster. Sure. Let's talk about Mad Monster. Are we going to talk about Mad Monster? We can do a quick wrap up about Mad Monster. We went to Mad Monster, Arizona, which is a big horror convention. Um, I love Mad Monster. I love it a whole lot more than Phoenix Comic Con, Fan Con, whatever it's called now. Fusion. Is that what it is? Yeah. Okay. I thought that was what it was called, was Fusion. No, Fusion Whatever is what it's become. Um, but it's cool because it's like, you know, other Comic Cons or whatever, if you want to talk to a celebrity, it's, you're pretty much not going to be able to. Yeah. Where at Mad Monster, they're like right there, just there in your face. Like you're, they're there. And that's why we were able to go talk to uh, Tom Savini. We just kind of circled around until we saw that, oh, they look bored. No one's talking to them at their table. The guy from Dick Tracy. Oh, my God. Yeah. Is, was so effing bored was every he? time I walked by him. Oh, my God. I wish I got him. I should have flipping him. got him because he, he didn't have a banner. Yeah. So James in our uh, Twitch chat's about to lose his mind right now because I know he loves Dick Tracy like I do. Well, the guy played Hammerhead in Flat Top. Flat Top. Yeah. Flat top. Yeah. Um, he's also, he was recently in Gotti. So he's still oh, yeah. working. Well, he's, yeah. Sons of Anarchy, he was in. He was in uh, Devil Rejects. Yeah. He's been in quite a few play things, but people just did not want to talk to him. Um, um, the guy from Shocker, um, people know him more often than from uh, X-Files. X-Files. Yeah. He's also in Supernatural. He's Skinner as well. in X-Files. Right? Yes. Yeah. Uh, Lance. We tried to talk to Lance Hendrickson. He uh, was every, cool. Every time we tr went by his table to was, you know see if he'll talk, he was either there. he's gone. Yeah, he was I gone. Think he or had busy. to go to the bathroom a lot because he's a little bit older. Uh, <laughs> we wanted to talk to Robert England. Obviously, that was like number one, that but was it good. was it was insane. Uh, like yeah. the uh, the line was. Where, where you would go to see Tom Savini just sitting there not with anybody at his table, it's because they were all in line for Robert England. Yeah. And we talked to like two different handlers there and they were like, we saw them like go to Robert England. It's like, do you want to do a podcast? And he was like, no. And we're like, well, no, wait, it's not like that. <laughs> like if you say it like that. It means like he's probably thinking he has to go sit down somewhere to do a podcast when yeah. it should have been more like, do you want can you do like a two question interview? Which would have been better. But uh, it's fine. So we talked to uh, Felissa Rose, which uh, was awesome. We're going to play her interview here in a minute. And uh, talk to Tom Savini. We're going to play his interview on next week's episode. Uh, and uh, talk to Michael Bean, uh, D. Wallace. How was Michael Bean? He was good. Like, 
I think if out of everybody there, if you ever wanted to sit down and do a podcast with somebody, Michael Bean, would he's the guy to get. Yeah. Yeah. He was really good. Uh, but it was cool. Um, I didn't get anything. Did you get anything? Like, memorabilia? like memorabilia wise? I wouldn't like there was a dude with a bunch of posters and I started going through them, but they all had reprint Reprints stickers them, and yeah. I want original posters. Yeah. And I asked him, I was like, do you have any originals? And he's like, yeah, they're peppered in. And I'm like, dude, why wouldn't you have like one stack of originals and like all your reprints here? Yeah. So we're going through these and they're just thrown out. Like they're not carefully placed and they're not really in the best kind of packaging. I'm going through these posters. This dude has an original Star Wars poster. What? Just like through there. Just like mixed in with all these other junk posters. And it was like way off to the side. Like, if I was an asshole, <laughs> I could have just taken that poster, and nobody would have noticed. Yeah. And I'm just sitting there thinking, I'm, I'm like, what is this guy doing? Like, And my wife was like, well, either it's not really an original, or he must have, like, so many he doesn't care. Yeah. But it was $700, and I was like, I can't buy this for Jesus. $700. Yeah. So I didn't get anything. We just, we did the interviews, and I left because I was miserable because it was so humid. Uh, what did you get up to? Because you were there for three days, apparently. I got, well, I was there Saturday. I didn't go Friday night because <clears throat> yeah, I was with you Friday evening mm-hmm. playing a game. Uh, I got a hockey mask from a company called Killer Hawks. Mm-hmm. They're a local company. The guy custom makes all of the. Oh. Keep talking. <laughs> nice. Sorry. Uh, the guy makes all the cool. all of his hockey masks local. Yeah. Um, he had a Jason. He had a Jason X mask that was. It went like hotcakes. He had also a bunch of. Like the the style in Kane Hodder style from I think the first one seven mm-hmm. in that style. Um, I got a red one and then I waited in line and paid the money and got it signed by Mister Kane Hodder. What's the website? Uh, Killer Hawks. Okay, they're on Facebook. Go check them out. Go check him out. He's a really cool guy, local guy. <clears throat> um. I got to see the experience, the the cabin after everything was done. Yeah. I took some pictures. I will upload them. Well, I'll send them over to you. Oh, you're going to send them over to me now? You couldn't. Well, I wasn't, I wasn't, I was told I couldn't send anything until like this week. You couldn't uh, just put them up to you there? Break the rules, Brandon. I guess I could have broke, the, broke rules. the rules. I didn't. I was. They didn't give us a booth. I was asked not Remember? to. <laughs> Remember? How, Remember they didn't give us a booth. Yeah, I understand that. Take I never vengeance. got around to talking to. Take your vengeance. Whoever the guy was. Um. Yeah, Mad Monster was cool. Uh. I can't wait for next year. Uh, next up on our uh, to do is the Game On Expo, which. I mean, there's not really a lot of horror stuff going on. You know, Game On is just a video game thing. So we're going to try to figure out a way, but we're going to go there and do stuff anyways. Oh, funny story. 
Yes, I like funny stories. I'm standing there Sunday, uh-huh. and I'm eavesdropping on a conversation. Mm-hmm. So one of the creators, or one of the div- one of the creators of the Friday the Thirteenth game. Yeah. Um. People have broken into his house. Uh-huh. Has have threatened his life. Yeah. And like tried to kill him and his daughter. Yeah. I'm just eavesdropping. I'm just like standing there, like just standing there. And I'm hearing this conversation going on Mm. where he had to like sleep in a lounge chair pushed up against his front door with a gun just to he did that on like scheduled turns so he just <laughs> to protect his house of about all the, like the when everything was happening with uh, um, like the game all glitching out mm-hmm. and now the whole thing that they're not getting Jason 10 yeah. or Jason X anything like that it was just weird to just just be hearing this. People are insane. Yeah, people are just insane. And when they find out where you live, yeah, that's the scariest shit because random people will just show up to your house. People are crazy. I understand people. It's insane. Uh, we also talked to uh, Blackheart Edits and Bloodbound Books. Yeah, that's who I was. And uh, we have an idea. We do that. We want to. We want the fan feedback on. So fans in the Twitch chat right now, pay attention. Let us know what you think. Uh, if you're listening to this, uh, shoot us an email. Let us know what you think. What we want to do. Uh, we want to team. We're going to team up with these guys, and they're going to take some of the books that they have, convert them into scripts, and we're going to do an old time radio sketch. Not really a sketch, but like a show. Yeah. Like old time radio show, you know, like the shadow, little orphan nanny, you know, (laughs) not like little orphan nanny, but they're all going to be like horror themed, uh, play uh, radio plays, I guess is what you call them. Right. Yeah. I don't know. This was all back in the 1920s and shit. 20s and 30s. Yeah. Uh, They had the Foley artist. Yeah, we're going to do like some Foley for sound effects. We're going to get some voiceover actors to play the characters. Uh, We're going to do one episode and see how it goes. We were thinking of we would either launch a whole new podcast centered around all these episodes or just have it be a part of scaredy cast where, you know, like on Monday you get these episodes and then like on Thursday you get a radio show, you know? So, uh, let me know what you guys think. Let me know if you sound, if that sounds like a great idea. Uh, I would assume maybe in a month is when we would do the first episode. I don't know. He wants to, he wants to meet up to hash out some more things, but yeah. Yeah. I've already been talking to him through email. Oh, you have? Okay. Yeah. And he's, they're already, they're going to find one story. They're going to talk to the author, get their permission, and then they're going to break it down and edit it into a script. And then we're going to do it. And then if, you know, things go well, we're going to reach out to listeners or just writers. And if anybody wants us to perform their script, we will. I might write a script. Brandon might. Who knows? See where it goes. 
I actually really been thinking about some of the stories that I have mm. that I've been wanting to write and I'm not that good of a writer mm. that I want to try to maybe put them into do some uh, like anthologies. Yeah. So have the idea or the 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 idea of the story and then have like four different people write out yeah and see how it comes out there you go so it'd be cool uh and yeah check out these people online too go to their websites um bloodboundbooks.net blackheartedits.com follow them on their social media too there you go that's it for scaredycast number 81 Hopefully this was a better episode than all the episodes before. It sounded like it. Sounds like it. I hear everything great now. We're sharks. We're sharks. We're weak. I'm a little shitty shark. All right. Um, Here's Kelsey uh, from Mad Monster. Speaking of Mad Monster. uh, She talked to Felissa Rose from Sleepaway Camp. And many other horror flicks. Like I said, uh, the greatest slasher movie of all time. And uh, we'll see you guys next week. Here's Kelsey and Felissa Rose. Here with none other than the beautiful Felissa Rose. Felissa, thank you so much for talking to Scaredy Cast today. Now, you are no stranger to the Mad Monster Party. Can you talk about being here every year and just how it keeps continuing to grow? I just, I love Mad Monster. I love Eben. I love everybody who attends, all of the friends and families that I see year after year um, at both conventions. You know, they do it uh, twice a year. And it's just incredible because we have a lot of fun and it's camaraderie. And I don't know, I just, I enjoy being at the conventions and connecting with everyone. Gosh, well, we definitely enjoy seeing you here and getting to know everything that you're up to. Now, obviously, you are no stranger to the horror community, and you've been in so many horror films. Have you ever had anything paranormal or crazy happen to you? Oh, my God. That's an amazing question. Um, I have not, but I'm very... um, I can't say, like, I just love it. I used to go see a medium. So um, I'm very in tune and, like, aware, and I I love all of that. So, you know. Can you tell us a little bit more about that? Yeah, I, you know, I've had people around me close to me pass away, and I just really wanted to kind of understand, like, the energy and what happens to us when we pass. So I had a good friend, and she and I used to sit, and she talked to me a lot, and it was mesmerizing because we don't realize, like, you know, even though we physically go away, my belief is that we're still here energetically, and it's always interesting to speak to somebody who has that ability, and I just, I was just blown away that is absolutely amazing and you know there's definitely those parties that are a little more on the skeptical side what would you say to them about that I mean I would say like go visit someone who it does have that like kind of um, I don't know what you would say like power or that understanding and you might just open yourself up to see that there is so much more out there than what we think here so it's cool it's really amazing I definitely agree well thank you so much for speaking with us and do you have anything that you want to say to everyone watching out there just thank you so much for always supporting Sleepaway Camp and any horror movie out there independent filmmakers really appreciate it and thank you thanks for everything 